you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com, thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, we're coming here with another great podcast. We certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the show at youtube.com, forward Chris Voss. Hit that bell notification button. Go to goodreads.com, forward Chris Voss. See all the places we're reading and reviewing and all the books that we're doing, et cetera, et cetera. On top of that, you can go to all the groups, Facebook, LinkedIn, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so today we have an amazing gentleman. He's going to be on the show with us today. His name is Emmanuel, and I'm going to let him do his last name here when we introduce him so that he can uh, tell us how it is. And we're going to be talking to him about his company, what he is, and what he does. He is the leading expert on conquering fears, author, speaker, and award-winning entertainer. He's helped thousands of mental abuse survivors to crush their imposter syndrome and create a dream life without having their previous toxic relationships get in the way. Welcome to the show, Emmanuel. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Good, good, good. And if you don't mind, I'll let you deliver the spelling of your, or the pronunciation of your last name, if you would. Yeah, Svichinsky. Shavinsky? Svechinsky. It's one of those uh, hard last names to pronounce. Mm -hmm. And uh, when people ask me where you're from, I said Latvia. So that's even worse because people don't generally know where Latvia is. (laughs) So they mix it up with Latveria from the Marvel Universe, but I assure you it's not. There you go. There you go. Give us your plugs for your company and uh, where to find you. Yeah, absolutely. Instagram.com forward slash VF principle, T-H-E-F-P-R-I-N-C-I-P-L-E. Okay. And tell us more about who you are, what you do, and what got you into the business that you're in. It started when I was 15 years old. I just won a chess championship in school. And my dad taught me how to play chess. I was super excited. I was super excited. I ran home and I got home. And my dad was not there. I was like, okay, I guess I'll tell him later another day or the next day it was Saturday. And Saturday comes, I wake up, I'm super excited. I go down the stairs and I'm like, dad, I want chat. And then I realize he's not here. He wasn't home. Mm. I was just uh, confused. And then my mom calls. She's like, Emmanuel, come with your brother and, and your grandma to the hospital right now. Oh, no. And I'm like, okay, cool. I understood my dad was sick at that time. I did not know it was cancer. Oh no! So at that time, I would come in and I'm excited. I'm like, I'm going up in the hospital telling my dad that I just won the chess championship in school. And then all of a sudden, I see my mom standing there. She's standing there right there, tearing with her eyes. And that's when I realized I'm not going to tell my dad about the school championship. Oh no! In fact, I don't think he was going to come home. That's when I realized that life is super, super short. Mm-hmm. And... That's when all this negativity started hitting me. I got into the entertainment industry, and I realized so many different things. But the most important thing I realized was that most people are unhappy. And that moment, I realized that most people live their life based on fear. Mm-hmm. I, my, I grew up watching my mom work. We came from Latvia, right? So when we immigrated to Canada, 
she was working nonstop. She learned English. Then she started working. My dad was working two jobs. And it was a tough life. Mm-hmm. It was super tough. And I realized well, my dad just pretty much worked and passed away. Oh, wow. That's, not a, that's exactly what I do not want in my life. And I re- made it my mission to make sure that people are able to conquer their fears so that they don't have to live based on the reactions of whatever they fear. Mm-hmm. And, so you yep. so you help coach people and stuff with this? Yes, absolutely. I have a course, an online course, The Four Keys to Conquering Fears Blueprint. It's ba- it's personal experience. You don't get this in people. You don't learn that stuff in school, right? Mm-hmm. You don't get your teachers, hey, Chris, today you're going to learn how to conquer fear. No, you're taught how to overcome fear. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. I've been overcoming fears for most of my life, and I didn't know I was poisoning my life in the process because that's what happens. And I'll get into that. It's just I've realized that fear is created because people think, okay, fear. What The first thing people think of is face everything and rise. Or what's the other one? Face everything and rise or false evidence appearing real or some other acronym that they gave. Mm-hmm. That's not the definition of fear. Mm-hmm. And so many people are confused and it's killing them from inside out. Mm-hmm. Fear is an emotion caused by the belief that something bad or negative is about to happen to you. Mm. Yeah, it's people live their life either by pleasure by or for pleasure or by fear, but most live by fear. Yeah. yeah, and people react out of fear. Oh, no, I don't have money. What do I need to do? Get Do something I don't like for the rest of my life so that I can get some money, but at least I have some money. It's, it's one of those mechanisms that just to protect yourself, but it gets a lot worse, and that's what people don't realize. When you overcome fear, it's like you're scraping off the tip of the iceberg. The iceberg is still there. So what are you doing? <laughs> You're not doing anything to it. The fear, ha- what happens is when you scrape off the tip of the iceberg, the iceberg is still there. Same with fear. Fear is stuck in the back of your mind because mm-hmm. you created it. You mm-hmm. had this belief system, and that belief created an emotion. Mm-hmm. So whenever you overcome stuff, just not fear, just problems in general, they will return. Mm-hmm. And when they do, it's going to be worse. And people don't realize that until it's too late. That's what bugs me. They get to the end of their life and realize that they were driven by fear most of their life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you host seminars, workshops, boot camps, and mentorship programs to guide yeah. people uh, to gain courage, conquer fear. What are some examples you can tease out that you do to maybe help people at some, maybe some of the workshops or camps that you do? Absolutely. I do. Uh, right now, the boot camps have turned into challenges because there's just so much to it, so much content mm-hmm. for a weekend boot camp is not enough. Mm-hmm. So I started up, I'm opening up a five day challenge. And this one in particular is all about not just the story, but to create your dream life. You have to understand you're capable of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So stop limiting yourself. But it's not you that's limiting yourself. You're thinking, okay, maybe it's my limiting beliefs. But that's actually imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. So I do an entire five-day challenge, not just crushing the imposter syndrome, but also learning how to build the life of your dreams, meaning do what you want, when you want, how you want, with whom you want, wherever you want around the world. I'm from Toronto. Right now I'm in Brazil. Mm -hmm. And it's all by choice. Mm -hmm. Everything I'm doing is by choice. And that's what makes me happy. There's not a single sad particle. 
in my system right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I always say neg- uh, negativity attracts negativity and positivity attracts positivity. Mm-hmm. So the life you choose is really your choice. If you're upset with something you, and you choose to continue being upset after two seconds, that's your choice. It's if you're in a rock show, you can get in front and hope you don't get trampled and then you get trampled because there's, there's a mosh pit and everything. And, uh, or you can stay back and enjoy the show peacefully. It's mm-hmm. your choice mm-hmm. to start a business. It's your choice. Happiness is not just a choice. I truly believe that it's prior, it's something you have to prioritize. Yeah, most definitely. You, uh, is it a matter of perception or how, what you choose to look at then? Absolutely. It's uh, not just uh, it's perception, but also a lot of other things, right? You have to understand how life works. You have to understand how, how you work. It's so much easier to say, hey, just be happy. Don't worry, be happy. You Don't worry, be happy. Time. Yeah. You know, it's So many people talk about that, but not many people show how to do it. They don't uh-huh. say, hey, there's imposter syndrome in your way, and that's probably caused from the mental abuse that you struggled with, probably from the time you were two years old until recently, mm-hmm. if still not struggling with it, and it's a huge mm-hmm. problem. So now my main goal is to end mental abuse, not just for the survivors out there to help them, but also to end the actions of mental abuse. So to get people understanding that, hey, saying you suck once might seem easy or might seem not like nothing, but mm-hmm. it's actually damaging a person's life and you don't even know it. Wow. Yeah. So you talk about trauma. A lot of people experience trauma maybe in childhood or sometime in their life. How does it contribute to their fear? And how do you give some tips on maybe ways to overcome it or how you work with people to overcome it? I will never help people overcome things. I talk about oh. conquering. Conquering, okay. brother. So <laughs> We conquer. We do not overcome. Yeah, because that's a, a lot. We are born to conquer. We're born to conquer stuff. That's in human nature. But we are taught to overcome. We're taught to scrape the tip of the iceberg and be mm-hmm. happy with it. Yeah. Right? So I've overcome a few McRibs in my day. Or conquered a few McRibs. Sorry, I'm still learning the lingo. There you go. See, you see the difference because when you overcome, again, it'll come back. Mm-hmm. But when you conquer it, sure, the fear will be there, but you can go and do it again without worrying about it. Now, here's the thing. As to the question, right, a few tips. All fears lead to these three things. Number one is fear of judgment. The second one is lack of self-belief. And the third one is self-sabotage. These three things are the root cause of all fears that you can possibly imagine. Fear of the unknown. People are afraid of the unknown because they don't believe in themselves. Mm -hmm. Right? Now, we have the imposter syndrome. Right? You crush the imposter syndrome, but these three things will still be in the way. That's Mm -hmm. what the mentorship program is about. It's for the serious people that really are tired of letting fear control their life. And they want to stay in control. You wanted to start a podcast. It, I'm sure it wasn't easy. You probably think, oh, who would listen to you? What, what, are, what are some things that you were thinking of? before? Uh, the hardest part was I was okay. I've always been a big mouth, and I was cool with doing it. But I, the framing the format and then, of course, programming the setup of it was... The EV is like, what do we, how do we do this? And what do we do? And what platform to build it on? And uh, yeah, there was like so many things that once it was set up, it was pretty easy. But uh, the setup is the hardest part, I think. Exactly. 
So it's like when I was starting to get into the principal, before that I was in, in the entertainment industry. I was a performer, I guess, magician, illusionist, hmm. however you'd like to call it. Uh, that really took my life for 16 years. And hmm. uh, I call it that time period. It was, it's, it's actually a five-finger death punch song that I can really relate to. Huh? Uh, if you know the band, uh, Wrong Side of he Heaven, Righteous Side of Hell. Hmm. So it's really how you, it was a whole thing where I had a career, it was successful, but I was unhappy. And in the entertainment industry, because you're for people, there are brutal. They'll mm -hmm. tell you, you suck. They'll tell you, you're not good enough. Then you got friends and family saying, hey, what are you doing? Get a normal job. And that sticks with you. It sticks with you, not when you're feeling happy, but when you're feeling down, when you're starting to question, hey, should I start this podcast? Then you're going to get those memories coming at you. You'd be like, hey. You're not good enough. Hey, only one in a million make it the mental abuse that people go through and they don't even realize how powerful and how much control that abuse has taken. Yeah. They fear is an illusion. They start coming up with that, giving them fake hope. And that's not true. Fear is real. Yeah. Fear is definitely real. <laughs> <laughs> like we get celebrities say, no, fear is not real. It is. Mm -hmm. It takes full control of how you feel, you know? Mm -hmm. And you react out of it. And it really probably it really probably comes down to how you deal with that fear, right? How you decide to process it. Yeah. It's a, it depends on this, right? What there's a fear. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna face it forward and just go rush without any knowledge of what the fear is? You're gonna smash your head into the wall, you're gonna get a headache. And that does not work. Overcoming fear, sure. A lot of people know how to do it. That's face everything and rise kind of thing. But that's not because the fear is going to come back and it's going to hit you again and it's going to hit you worse. Or you can conquer it. And there's the three steps that I always talk about. Identify the fear. Find the root cause. First of all, you've got to know that you're, you're afraid of something. Because if, if you think you're not afraid, you're not going to look for it. Because you've got to find the root cause. That's the second step. Admit the fear. Find the root cause. And then conquer it accordingly because it depends. People say, oh, I'm afraid of flying. And I hear that so often. I'm like, sorry, brother, you're not. Or sorry, sister, you're not afraid of flying. What is it that you're really afraid of? They're like, I'm afraid of flying, being up high. So is it heights or flying? So then we dissect it. You have to dissect what the fear is. And most of the time, it's fear of the unknown or fear of not living enough, which is also the fear of dying. Yeah. A lot of people fear that too. A lot of people have a terrifying fear of dying. Yeah, and the reason is because they haven't lived long enough. Is they it because you haven't lived long enough or because maybe... You haven't fulfilled your life. Ah. That's what I meant to say. If you, like, when I say live long enough, it's like living your dream life. People out there wanting to make millions of dollars, but what are they doing? To it's interesting to me. There's a lot of stuff that I'd like to do in life and certainly don't want to pass away earlier. But I remember my father, he went through a really hard time with the end of his life and he really wanted to stay alive. And I really felt like my father didn't do a lot in life. He things to live for. He really, he lived his life in a religious cult. And so for the most part, he didn't enjoy anything in life. The, the beauty, the art, a lot of the stuff that a lot of us see and enjoy in life and do that aren't, you know, 
sitting around going, well, everything's evil, yeah. that sort of thing. And so my life's very different where I've lived it. And I'm pretty happy. I could have lived a probably better life in a few different ways or something like that. Or maybe I could have done better here. We all go through that and say that. But you know, honestly, if you shot me now and, and put me down, yeah, that would suck. But I'd be pretty happy with the run I had. I had a good run. I had fun and whatever. And so I don't live with the fear of, oh, God, what if I die tomorrow? What haven't I accomplished? Is that a real thing for people? People fear a lot of things. Yeah. They're, they, that's the, the thing is that they think they're afraid of that. Mm. But it's the root cause that's causing it, everything. So, for example, the fear of dying would probably make you be afraid of snakes and spiders. Because mm. we're taught that a lot of snakes and spiders are poisonous. I'm still afraid of them, but I, I don't fear dying. I'm just, I feel my, I'm afraid of my foot swelling up. Like I see some of my friends. Is that afraid or is that something else? Uh, it's just something I can You just don't you know, want it. just don't just, want it. Exactly. I, I don't live in fear of, are there spiders right now crawling in my leg? Exactly. And there are people that are. Oh, like, really? My, uh. Oh, yeah. My, my wife and I, we, we traveled to uh, Tanzania last year. And let me tell you, I don't like spiders. When I was six years old, I woke up with uh, my face full of spider web and a spider this big on my face. Six really? Years old. Oh, my goodness. It was the worst. Note to it self, never go to Latvia. Worst. No, that wasn't in Latvia. That was actually in Canada. Oh, never go to Canada then. <laughs> so uh, so we, we're in Tanzania, and all of a sudden, I'm, I'm getting water, right? So yeah. a big pack of water. I'm bringing it home. I open it up. And inside was the monstrous spider. Was, I'm not even exaggerating. It was like this big. Wow. And it jumped out. It's super speed. Uh. And I'm like, okay, it's probably going to spit at me if I attack it. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's freaky. But at the same time, people, just because people know that, they are not going to go to Tanzania. And the beauty there is in Tanzania is yeah. just amazing. Yeah. I would never, when, uh, when I, we were in the Dar es Salaam, we were right at the beach. There's a beach house, and there were just like wild monkeys, like a whole horde of monkeys. And yeah, it was just so beautiful. Of course, there was a python hole close to us, but there's still the monkeys. You got to look at the positive things, right? Sure, yeah. Gonna, like that python hole, I don't know how fresh it is. I don't know if the python's even there. I don't know that. Why should I start creating imaginary things and Get scared. Yeah. Now let's talk about sense. your book. Uh, you wrote the book, uh, Conquering Criticism, Pains and Actionable Steps to Conquer the uh, Fear of Judgment. Tell us a little bit about that. You put that out in June 15, 2021 of this year. Tell us a little bit about that book. Absolutely. So fear of judgment is something that crippled me for most of my life. Mm. And it's crippled a lot of people. And I noticed that, the, yes, I do have a course that teaches how to conquer fear of judgment as well. But this book is specifically to help you guide you with actionable steps of how to, what do you do? Someone judges you. What do you do? Punch them in the face. No, I'm just, you could, that's one thing that you could do. Someone says, Hey, Chris, you're not, you're not attractive. And you can just be like, screw that's you a punch, punch in the, in the face. face. Yeah. yeah. But some people, or you can be like, okay. And do you have any meaning in my life whatsoever? Why mm. would I care what you think? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's different ways to do that. And that book is something that I, I just, I needed to write it down. It was right after I proposed, I started writing it down because I was scared. Proposing was one of the scariest things ever. Getting it down, then you, hey, can you be my wife? Kind of thing. It's, there's so many things. I start coming up with all these things like, okay, 
She may say no, fly away. People are going to be like, haha, Emmanuel, you got ditched. All of those thoughts in the process of two seconds, mm. it's a lot. It's not like a lot of things happen and keep on happening. Mm. It's when there's hundreds of different thoughts going into two seconds. That's when it hits the hardest. So that book is definitely something that I've wrote, I've written, and I, I'll strongly encourage people I, to get it because if they're struggling with judgment in particular, mm-hmm. they will have the actionable steps that not just helped me, but they've helped thousands of people. Is it self-judgment or is it judgment from other people who are judging you? Now, I talk about both. In that book, I talk about both. Mm-hmm. Right? Self-judgment, you listen, you get thousands of thoughts going through your head. You're yeah. probably wondering at once, oh, is the water hot? It doesn't matter. Most thoughts that grow in your head don't matter. That's all of my thoughts. Well, I'm sure there's some thoughts that you, you really that matter to you. Mm, one's about lunch and stuff. What am there I going to eat go. for lunch? There you go. That's the first thing I ask. I, in fact, sometimes I ask my wife, what are you having for dinner tomorrow? Like, I get hungry. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So a lot of the times, your thoughts are meaningless. Mm-hmm. Most thoughts are meaningless. And of judgment of others, there's just opinions. They have nothing to do with you. Then I talk about, hey, what are you going to do when someone judges you? Are you going to take it to heart? Or are you going to question, who's this person? Does this person know anything that I'm going? Oh, this per- if a person comes and uh, badgers me online saying, oh, you, you lost your hair. I'm like, I could take it to heart because mm-hmm. I did. But at the same time, they don't know my story. Yeah. They don't know they you. Don't, exactly. They've never probably met me. They're just trying to cause some shit. Sorry for the language. So they're just trying to stir some stuff up. And it's how you deal with it. What are you going to do? Plus, they're, they're projecting some sort of insecurity or self-hate exactly. that they have onto you. Exactly. I'm on it's YouTube a, a lot, so I'm used to this. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> I get that in comments all the time. From the entertainment industry, I, I learned a lot from that. But I'll tell you a story, actually. Something that really touched my heart. And it was, it was this Jewish guy in the concentration camp during the World War II. He was so happy. He was the happiest guy there. One guy asked him, hey, what are you, why are you so happy? You are literally about to die. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to eat. You're not going to, you don't know if you're going to see your family tomorrow. And he said, and he was, his response was, I'm happy because I know I'm going to live. Hmm. I know that because I can see myself living a future outside of this camp. I I was not surviving. Yeah, I I had heard from different, I think there were some studies that were done, that the people that gave up in the camps, and I can't blame them, it was a horrible experience, ghastly, just subhuman. But the ones who gave up were more readily and easily went to the chambers, the gas chambers, and the people who fought, who said, I'm not going down, and I'm sure there's some of them that, then end up there, but many of them would find ways to either escape or evade or, or do something to get out of the thing, and that seemed to sep- be a little bit of a separator. Um, yeah, I mean, yes and no. I, I can't. We can't really talk history. I'm a Jewish family, so my mm-hmm. grandma was there. She saw my like her own her her own family member get shot in front of her. This stuff's tough, but it's hard. The thing is, it's very difficult to stay positive when you see that stuff. Yeah. When you see, when you experience it, and that's why a lot of people make the mistake of under learning from others, look inside yourself and find answers. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. If I'm sad and I look inside myself, I'm only going to find sadness. Yeah. And I think I, that goes for everyone. They can't yeah. find happiness if they're sad. They have to look at themselves in the mirror 
Mm -hmm. from a third person perspective and dissect themselves. So it's, it's very difficult. Very much so. Yeah. It's you got to understand like what people tell you, you got to ask yourself, are they specialists? Are they experts in the field? Many people out there go look something up they see something on YouTube or something on Facebook. They spread the news, like face everything and rise. That really, I'm not a fan of that at all. Those acronyms. Mm-hmm. Fear has only one meaning, and that's all it is. It doesn't mean face everything and rise or false evidence appearing real. Mm-hmm. What are some other things that we can tease out about uh, your book and and uh, what it goes what goes on with it? The book itself is a short read, so that mm-hmm. I made it very specific to the point where there's no fluff. I don't want to put any fluff in there. I don't want to put any extra stuff. I know a lot of books share a lot of stories and try to relate. No, I'm giving hard facts actionable steps. That's all it is. You take action. That book itself has some exercises with it, has some short stories. One of my favorite ones that I've written myself, it's of a bird and and, uh, two birds. And it's a a bird, looks at the mother flying, feeding him, decides to go, hey, I want to go fly. He tries, flaps his wings, he falls. The other bird looks and laughs. Ah, what are you doing? You have to be an adult to fly. You're not strong enough. Watch me. One day I'm going to fly. He goes again, flips his wings, falls. Mom, get me up there. So the mom gets him up. And then, look, you're a little bird. But you're not going to fly right now. Just chill out. Wait for your time. And the little bird turned around. And he he mentioned, and again, like I think I changed it up a bit to make it suitable for kids. But the original, so people watching this podcast right now get to hear the original ending. He says, you may be a little sparrow, but I'm a fucking eagle. And he goes up and flies. Good right, for so. him. He's not putting up with any crap. Yeah, he's exactly. Not, he's not going to bond to the program. <laughs> exactly. So that's well, the whole thing. Don't be afraid of judgment. In fact, welcome it. I welcome all judgment because mm-hmm. it doesn't affect me. And it gets things out of people's chest. So they say their piece. And I say, I love me. But do you love you? That's true. That's true. Do you love yourself? Mm-hmm. Brother, if you're judging so hard right now, do you even love yourself? And that's usually why they're projecting the judging hard is because they, they have a self-hate or some sort of insecurity about where yeah. they're at in life. It's just other people's opinions thrown onto you. It has nothing to do with you. It has something. It's, do you have? Do you know anyone that has never started a podcast? Like a friend or family or someone? Yeah, yeah, a lot of people. They probably would say, hey, starting a podcast is impossible. Some because they've never yeah. done it. Yeah, yeah, they've never done it. That's why they think that way. Mm-hmm. You don't have what it takes to start a podcast. You're not Joe Rogan, but that thing would start. But then again, they've never started the podcast. Meaning that opinion is invalid. That just like, invalidates most opinions. Most judgments are invalidated opinions that have nothing to do with you. And the sooner you understand that, the sooner you can uh, raise your wings and become an eagle. There you go. Become an eagle, people. Do it. What else do we want to touch on or you want to tease out, Emmanuel, on uh, what, you, what you do? And how- There's a, the, one of the things, that, the course, the Four Keys of Conquering Fear Blueprint, is something that I really put my heart and soul into it. And this is and, a course you do. Yeah, it's a course out there. Mm-hmm. It's available right now on the website, uh, www.thefprinciple.com. Mm-hmm. Now, that course is the blueprint of how to conquer fears. It's an entire, it's not like one of those courses where you go on, it's three minutes per video, 
and 45 minutes of storytelling. It's mm -hmm. not like that at all. It's full out. How do you conquer? How do you start from being afraid to gaining courage? Mm -hmm. Right. I do an entire mentorship program on that as well. But that course in particular has helped thousands of people. Thousands. Yeah. It's something that helped uh, once uh, you crush the imposter syndrome, that's the best step for you. Because yeah, it, it takes you, it builds up a, a fearless mindset exercise. You mm -hmm. like you start exercising, you get like a lifestyle, a fearless lifestyle. Of mm -hmm. course, you're not going to be fearless. There's only two types of fearless people out there. <laughs> fearless being, number one, do you want to take a guess who they are? Uh, give it to me. All right. Number one, liars. Ah. Two, psychopaths. Those are the only two types of people that are fearless. Psychopaths don't feel anything. And liars are, well, they're afraid, but they'll never admit to it. Yeah. But the fearless mindset allows you to appear fearless. It's an exercise. It takes 15 minutes per day. You turn that into a lifestyle and your life changes. Like the way things. If, have you seen the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper? I have not. You have not. So essentially he takes a, like a pill. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden he starts seeing everything clearly. Clear as day. And mm -hmm. it, he allows us. It's, it's an interesting movie. It plays around with nootropics of getting your brain to function better. Mm -hmm. So that's essentially what this does. It opens up your eyes to see things oh, wow. so much brighter. Wow. Right? It's, imagine walking your day and you, everything is all shading. Everything's dark. Weather's gloomy. The lights are dimmed. The people are sad looking. But then you realize, hey, you just have you just forgot to take off your sunglasses. And then when you take off your sunglasses, everything's amazing. That's what the, the feeling. What's that old adage? Uh, what you focus on is what you what you get. Yeah, it's essentially creating your reality, mm -hmm. right? You create the reality. If you close everything from your sides, you won't see any anything out there. Yeah. there. Right? I think it was Anthony Robbins he talks about it a little bit. He, he says two people can go to a party. One people can see how much fun it was, and the other people can see how many people were boring and it was an awful party. Exactly. Come with two different perceptions based upon what they chose to focus on. Exactly. So you, you have to create your reality. So mm -hmm. the fearless mindset exercise allows you to attract more positivity into your life. So you're going to end up being the person that goes and loves the party. Because if even if it's the most boring party, you're going to have a blast because you know exactly who you're looking for, the kind of people you want to be around, and so forth. Right? So, Plus for me, if I just make it fun, if it's boring, I just entertain. So that's course. how I roll. There you go. I'm just like, screw it. This is boring. I'm going to make it fun. There you go. That's the way. That's one way to do it as well. That's right? you, you can become the party. Yeah. One must or become... you can sit in the corner and, and grouch like this party sucks. This party sucks. Exactly. So there's a fearless mindset exercise. Then you're going to get into understanding like a very in-depth, full-out, all of it, by the way, is the whole blueprint, the four keys to conquering fears blueprint is over seven hours long in video. Yeah. Wow. So Holy crap. I, like I said, my heart and soul is into it. So that's you're going nice. to conquer the fear of judgment, understand mm -hmm. that more, right? Mm -hmm. On top of that, you're going to learn how to stop self-sabotaging, stop down-talking yourself, stop and learn how to start saying no to the wrong people. It's all about the crowd. Who, who do you hang out with? If yeah. you're going to go to a party and it's boring, say no to it. Mm -hmm. Leave if you want or become the party, right? And yeah. then you're going to learn the ultimately you're going to just build what I call an impenetrable self-belief system. You're going to mm -hmm. be so confident that people are like the wrong people in your life are going to be like, whoa, dude, chill out. You're too much for me. <laughs> and then you're going to be like, 
sayonara, hasta la vista, au revoir, whatever you want to say. There you go. You got to weed them out. So this has been pretty insightful. Anything more you want to touch on, Emmanuel, before? I'm good with a lot of things. There's a lot of things to talk about. We want to tease it out to people. Like I said, that right there in itself is the best course out there and teaching exactly how to conquer fears. And how how can people get your courses, get to know you better, and and all that good stuff? Yeah, so it's theupprinciple.com. That's the best Mm -hmm. way to get in touch. There's the website. There's a contact form if you want to get in chat. Hey, what is it that you're afraid of? Do you need a course or do, should you go for the mentorship program? Or what can, what can, how can work? Contact me. There's a contact mm-hmm. form. Fill it out. We'll get it. We'll get the chat. I'll see what's up with it. What's, what's going on. And within the 15 minutes, I'll tell you your exact problem, right? Cause yeah, I've yeah. been doing it for so long. Mm-hmm. I have over thousands of students in 82 different countries. Wow. That's huge, man. It's freaking huge. It's it's you, you just got to go. I'm not stopping. My goal is to help 7 billion mental abuse survivors mm-hmm. to crush imposter syndrome and start living their dream life. There right? you go. The dream life is like everyone is no matter how old you are. Mm-hmm. One of my students was 72 years old and she just wow. recreated her dream life. Wow. 72 years old. There's hope she's for me. She's living then. the dream right now that she's been <laughs> dreaming since she was 20. That's awesome, man. That is awesome. Like that, that's what everyone should be. People should look at the statistics. Chris, look, most Americans are not happy. In fact, over the past 50 years, today, Americans are the most unhappiest they've, ever, they've been in the past 50 years. Yeah. It's crazy. It's fear. It's imposter syndrome. And it's because they're not living their dream life. They're not in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so important people get their stuff straight. So give us your plug one more time so people can look you up on the Internet. Yep. On Instagram is at DF Principle. All the links are there. The best way to get in touch with me, again, either send me a message on Instagram, follow me on Clubhouse as well at DF Principle, and also on the website, www.dfprinciple.com. There you go. There you go. Emmanuel, it's been wonderful having you on the show. Thanks for coming on and enlightening us with your stuff. Thank you so much for having me, man. I'm super, I super, I really appreciate it. So it's wonderful to have you. And uh, check out his book as, long, as well as his website, Conquering Criticism, Pains and Actionable Steps to Help Conquer the, uh, let me grab this here, fear the of Fear judgment. of Judgment. Yeah. And uh, you can get a bonus worksheet, checklist, and short story that's included with that. So you can take advantage of that. You can find that on Amazon or probably wherever fine books are sold. So thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks, Manus, for tuning in. Uh, be sure to go to goodreads.com, forward Chris Voss. See everything we're reading and reviewing over there. YouTube.com, forward Chris Voss. See everything we're doing there. Go to all of our groups on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, etc. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time.